Hey guys, welcome to Lather Talk, a wet shaving podcast. This is John, and today we're bringing you a bonus episode. What you're about to listen to is an interview I did back in January 2020 with Peter Tricalis of Ariana and Evans and the Shaving Shopping Club. Now this interview was originally for the Lather Hog YouTube channel, but I thought that the content in it was worth it for the listeners of the Lather Talk podcast. I also thought this was a good chance to check in with our listeners and let them know that we're aiming for the beginning of June for season two to start. Also be sure to check out my Latherhog page on Instagram as Gerard and I have been doing some live sessions that have been really fun and a really great way to interact with the audience. Thanks for tuning in. Now here's the interview. John here from Latherhog, and tonight I have a very special guest. I have Peter Trichalis from A&D Grooming. Hey, everyone. And, <laughs> you can see him right there. Um, and tonight we're just going to you know, talk a little bit about uh, maybe how this past year was, as well as uh, what Peter has in store for 2020. Uh, also, I just have some questions, just um, having known about your YouTube channel back in the day and such. So maybe we'll, we'll hit a few different topics if that's okay with you, Peter. Of course. <laughs> awesome. All right. So oh, I, just, I just want to say it's really good to be here. So I, I, I love actually your, your videos are actually quite entertaining. They're really, really informative. I also oh. like that you keep them, you keep them straight. So uh, uh, who was it? It was Khan Kazanzidis from the Stray Whisker. So he's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine. He said there's a sweet spot. He used to do a lot of videos really good production. I don't know if you remember his videos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, ah, mate, the, the, the sweet spot is six, seven minutes. That's it. You have to keep it because that you, you lose the audience if it's past that. Mm-hmm. And you keep it really, and Rudd's is also very good at that. So anyway, I, I appreciate your, your work. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I definitely... I'm just brown nosing you so I can get easy <laughs> questions. <laughs> no, these are just, you know, things I think I, I'm curious about. I think other folks are curious about. In, in particular, I know I, I do want to kind of uh, hear a little bit about uh, your background in fragrance, because I know just based on, you know, what sense that you have been inspired by in the past and even to, in, in just in chatting with you sometimes, you know, just throughout you know, over time, like you, you're very knowledgeable of fragrances. So, you know, I, I was like hearing how people got into that. Yes. Yeah, so I, listen, I'm, I'm not, people think that I'm a, an expert and I'm not an expert in anything. Uh, so I love fragrances, but it's not like I've been doing it all my life. I'm just really, I really got, I caught the bug, like, I don't know how many years, five years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it was, big rabbit hole you think wet shape is a big rabbit hole get into get into fragrances and get it then get into niche fragrances so um i really haven't been into it that long it certainly hasn't been a lifetime um so um i i quickly moved to niche um but uh, my favorite designer designer house is dior i would say and i guess tom ford i guess you tom ford would still be a, a designer but kind of almost falls in that niche category as well yeah it's like yeah. he's like an in-betweener isn't he but um, yeah, so I, I I I love fragrances. I love soaps that smell don't don't have like a a flat scent, and it's just like you see one single note, like just an almond note or just a you know I, I soaps tend at least before before Bar- I think Barrister Man changed the game to be honest with you. Um, before them, I think a lot of the soaps 
were smelled nice, but they were kind of flat. And I think they changed things up a bit. And they really kind of led the way. And, and I think a lot of others have followed since then. So um, hats off to Will, because I think he really was a, a he, he changed the game. I, I, I think that's what, what I believe. Um, so back to your question, I, I, with, I, just, I just love fr- fragrances. So um, I was pulling, I had, oh. Well, actually, a follow-up question I'm, for you is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, wearing this, I'm wearing this today, by the way. Uh, I, I can't see uh, oh, the, Sir, the light Sir, blur Sir, yet. Oh, Serge Lutens. Jigway. Uh, oh, I've heard good things about that one. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. I was going to ask you, so did you get the wet shaving first or fragrances first? Uh, wet shaving first. Okay. So my father, my father had an old, old Gillette. Um, my father-in-law, so he had a super speed. My father-in-law has a, um, had a, uh, a gem. And, um, so I, I, before I got into the hobby, mm-hmm. I would play with my, my father's and with e- Evelyn's father's, uh, gem, but, um, I never really got into it as a, as a hobby, but I don't know what triggered me to buy a, 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 I wanted something new and I ended up buying a um, Edwin Jagger DE 89 okay. off of Amazon. And um, I, I can't, I just don't remember what prompted me to get, I just thought it was, there was a cool factor, just, just kind of retro and cool. And I wanted to, to try it. So I bought a, a cheap, cheap, crappy brush off of Amazon, the cheapest one I could find. Tweezerman? It was awful. Uh, what's that? <laughs> it's either Tweezerman or Escali, I think back in the day on Amazon. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the name. It was probably cheaper. Than, oh, actually, I think it was a horsehair brush. Ooh. But, um, but it was, it was really, really, really cheap. Really cheap. Like, it was like nine ninety nine, something like that. Gotcha. And, um, and I bought a couple soaps. I didn't know what to buy. I didn't know who's who and what's what. And, um, I was in, tr- I bought, ended up buying Tobbs though. Cause there was a lot of reviews on Tobbs yeah. and it was from England. So I said, Oh, it's from England. It's gotta be good. <laughs> I didn't know. So I had a, a top sandalwood and something that was Bay rum. I didn't even know what Bay rum was, but I think it sounds so good. Yeah. And, um, something else. And, um, and I bought some Ray. Oh no, the, 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 uh, Edwin Jagger came with Derby blades. So uh, the first, the first couple of times I cut myself pretty, pretty good, but, <laughs> but I thought it was really cool though. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, especially that the brush thing was cool. Right. My, I, with my father's razor, I would just play around with it. And, um, but I, I would use the, uh, Barbasol, the phone, okay. you know, I gotcha. didn't know really anything about it, anything else. So, um, but that, that's when I caught the bug. And then, um, and I don't know how I found out about this actually being, being a thing and actually a hobby. Uh, but somehow I, I was on Facebook and maybe I did a, a search or something and I came across, I think Wet Shaver Review was the first one that I had joined. Mm. And then I joined a, a couple others and it just snowballed from there. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's really how, how it began. Um, so I don't know how many years ago this is now that I was a, a hobbyist, you know, mm-hmm. actually into it as a hobby. Um, maybe six years ago, maybe or so, seven years, something like it goes by quick. I know I found you on YouTube because so at what point, <laughs> at what point, right? Did you go from trying out wet shaving to getting more, you know, more to be a hobbyist to, Hey, I want to record myself shaving and put it out in front of, you know, thousands, if not millions of people. 
Uh, yeah, that. So um, I I wanted to try straight razor shaving, and I thought, well, the the best way to to learn is to just put it out there. A few guys would watch my video. I would post it on a few of the the sites, Facebook pages. A few guys would watch it and give me some feedback. And my my very first <laughs> my very first uh, video was an absolute bloodbath. I used a um, it was a shavette. Okay. But I, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was a knockoff yeah. of something else. But it was an absolute bloodbath. I mean, it was just, I, I actually still have a scar. <laughs> it was so bad. It, it was, was awful. Deep, but deep I, deep I, oh, it was man. bad. It was bad. And I saw on video, I said, this is my first and last video. I'll never do a video again. And there was a bunch of guys that were really encouraging me to do it. And that, that, that. They just want to see more blood. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I, was, I was actually surprised. There was a bunch of people watching this video and giving feedback. So I think I, I, I don't think I shaved with that ever again. I went back to a DE. <laughs> <I would. laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I went back to a DE, but I kind of, I kind of liked it. I thought it was really cool uh, that people were actually watching me shave. And there was, so in the beginning I was like, wow, 50 people or a hundred people. And they're giving me feedback and encouragement and da, 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 da. And um, I, I, you know, we were talking before we went live. And I was telling you, I just, you know, just whatever comes out. I don't pre-plan anything, right? And um, same thing with when I was doing videos. I would yeah. never have a script or something. I would never plan out what I'm going to. I would just shave and just talk to people like you're in the room with me. And I guess people kind of kind of uh, like that. So I ended up getting a, a, a decent following. So that's how it all began. It's not because I uh, wanted to monetize it. <laughs> and, and I thought I was going to get 10,000 followers or something like that. It was really just to get feedback on mm. my adventures in straight razor shaving with a chevette, which lasted one day. So that's that's <laughs> how it all began. But I ended up getting a decent following. It was fun for a while. But at the end, um, when, when I opened up my business, so I was doing kind of reviews and just shaving and just shooting the shit with guys, um, talking to myself, but, you know, as if they were in the room. Right. And... Um, I didn't feel comfortable. How do I review when I, now I have artisans making soaps for me? This is way before I even thought I would, I had the capability of making my own soap. And, you know, how do I do reviews and have a business? And it just didn't feel right to me. So I kind of got out of that. Now I'm getting into it because I have my own, I could talk about my own soaps uh, or talk about other things. And, um, but I certainly not going to do it like I, like I did before. If I do it once a, every couple months or so, then that, that's fine. What thought? What was the process of going from I like using kind of this old, you know, traditional way of shaving to I want, <laughs> you know, I want to do a side project or a straight up business selling these things. So I'm a hobbyist, number one. And at the time, I uh, I, I really caught the bug, and I had um, uh, I stopped counting at 180 soaps. I mean, I was really addicted to, especially the, the software, especially software. And then getting into the, the fragrances, which I don't even know if I answered your, your original question about fragrances. You did. You but, did. I, but I got really, really into, into fragrances, too, and um, shaving soaps and stuff. And my daughter 
came down because my my I had everything in my office. It was just it was my office for business was just take my my main job was just taken over by shaving stuff all over the place, <laughs> and in closets you open up closets just filled with with shaving gear, and she goes you know daddy you should just you have too many soaps you should open up a business and sell this stuff, and um, and I, I was thinking well. Maybe, maybe my daughter's onto something. Maybe I should start a business. But I thought, ah, how, how am I going to do it? Because it's just me. How do I, how, how could I, who's going to buy from me, <laughs> right? Am I going to just sell the same stuff that Nygaard's is selling and West Coast Shaving is selling? And at the time in California, um, um, uh, I love that store. Um, Old, oh, Old Town? Uh, Old Town Shaving. And, oh, at the time, um, Shave Revolution was also in California. Oh, yeah, Justin. Yeah. I don't know, he disappeared. A lot of these guys disappear. He was a great guy. Um, but, you know, how do I compete? Uh, you've got past stores in New York City. So I just thought there's just no way I could, why would anyone buy from me? So I thought, well, I have to do something different. And I thought, well, I, I, so I have to differentiate myself. And there has to be a reason why somebody would come to my store. And I thought, well, I know all these artisans just from buying from them. Right. For, for the most part, and just, you know, and then doing YouTube videos and stuff. I said, why don't I get each artisan to make something exclusive for my store? So they can't even sell it. If you want this, you have to buy it from my store. And that might be a good reason for people to visit. Right. And so I did. And um, they would be under my my brand name. And some of them I would I would say who's making it. Some I wouldn't. Uh, it was a big thing with Katie's bubbles. He, but Cullen didn't want anyone to know that he was making the soaps for me. He wanted it to be, so I want it to be all about you and not, uh, not, you know, who's making it for you. So the big joke was he was the unknown, unknown soap maker. I see. <laughs> so do you know, I don't know if you're too young, the unknown comic from the, the uh, gong show. So there was this guy that would always wear a bag over his head. So he was the unknown, uh, uh, soap maker. I see. And yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I would have these guys make soaps for me, and that's how the business started. Um, I would have exclusives made for me under that brand, under the shaving shop brand. Awesome, that that in itself has transformed, or I guess maybe if not transformed, you have kind of created other other brands, right? That kind yeah. of I don't know if it's right to say it's parallel with it, or 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 do you think of it? It's kind of they're, they're doing separate things. So um, both, they're parallel because they're, they share the same base. Different because, um, well, different for a couple of different reasons. Um, if we talk about Ariana and Evans first. So Ariana and Evans was, um, uh, I, I made Ariana and Evans because I wanted to have, I wanted to expand the business and I wanted to create the retail arm of the shaving shop. And so I wanted to create another brand within the brand. So uh, the Ariana and Evans was designed always to be uh, the retail arm of the shaving shop where I can wholesale out to retailers. And originally I had, um, for the most part, I had Oleo uh, making soaps for me under that brand. So Vita was making soaps and a couple others were making soaps. And, um, but I realized that the, <laughs> the business model wasn't very, very good. So I'm not the, 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 the brightest out there. And the one thing I realized is that if you're going to sell uh, to retailers, you have to sell wholesale. 
And if you're going to sell wholesale, you have to sell it at a reasonable price, that 50% off of what the normal retail price would be. So I, I would have to make, so I have to buy it from a soap maker, right? And then um, that cost, and then I have to market it up a bit. So I have to make money. And then I have to sell it to a retailer and they have to market it up and they have to make money. And I, I didn't want to sell a, a $30 soap or $35 soap. It just didn't, it, the model didn't work. So, um, and also there were some other problems with, with that model. Um, there was, I had a few soap makers and there was no consistent, so, so a few soap makers making the soap for me. And there was no consistency from, um, you know, the containers were different and, uh, for the most part, I did the labeling myself, but Colin did his own own labels. And um, in order for me to just be able to have more consistency, keep everything uniform, keep it the same base so I can uh, sell wholesale, I needed to kind of bring it in in-house. So that's how I decided to take a stab at making soaps myself. I thought I, I, I wasn't sure if I can do it, but I was willing to try. I knew, I knew as a, as a, hobbyist what I love in, in soaps, right? And it's just a matter of trying to figure it out. So I uh, I started working on it. So the Ariana and Evans brand. And then there's the club brand. So the the Ariana and Evans brand is meant for retail. The club brand is always meant to be kind of the, our in-house brand and sold at the shaving shop and club. And the club allows me to be a little bit more creative, a little bit more risque, if you will, a little bit more, more naughty. Um, I, I, I really enjoy, enjoy that because I'm always looking to be to do things different than everyone else. And um, you know, say what you what you will about you know marketing or if I have a pretty model or if I you know whatever I do um, or some of the labels um, were different, and and that's what I, I wanted to. I, I didn't want. Um, I didn't want to be the same as everyone else. I didn't want to have the same type of website. I wanted the same type of branding. It just, I wanted it to be a little bit more creative, a little just different than everyone else and really set myself apart. Um, because there's a lot of soaps out there. There's a lot of great soaps out there. And in order to be noticed, you have to, you have to have a really good soap, but you also have to differentiate yourself. So um, and I think we did that. I wouldn't change anything, by the way. I wouldn't change anything. I, I love what I'm doing with the, the club, with the branding. Um, I, 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 I have fun with it. I, en I enjoy what I do. So, and also the, the, the club is a great avenue. So there's the shaving shop and it's just a regular business, but you, it's optional to become a member, right? So you can become a member. And I have about five, over 500 members now, which is great. Never, I, I didn't know I would, I, it would be that successful, especially in the, in the very beginning. And um, so it, having members allows me to do really cool stuff. So I, I create some exclusive just for members and I could really get, you know, get into it. And, um, and they have a lot of input and what they like. So I'll share like some different labels with them and they could choose what they, what they like. And, you know, I, I'll introduce a label sometimes months before I want to let you in on a secret. So I do things, ass backwards right and um <laughs> before so most people most soap makers create a soap and then then they'll create a label i have i create a label and an idea in my mind i create the label first and then i try to come up with a soap that matches the label so um i do that with virtually all 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 the labels um 
Uh, you know, yeah. you may be thinking of an example though from uh, from last year uh, for the uh, what do you call it, the New York Shaving Expo, and you had some exclusives for that event. I, I think I remember leading up to the show too. The art was all set, correct? And then you kind of we're, we're, we're kind of asking for feedback. We're just turning the gears. We're like, hmm, what kind of scent do I go you know, go with? Uh, like the city, right? Is it sandalwood? Is it a fruitier? So yeah. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen your process in action. So yeah, so that's what I do, and um, so I, I th- it's great because you have um, so you have a built-in customer base, right? To to that intent to shoot ideas back and forth, and they, so they help you with that, and so they also become part of of the brand and, but it's also great because um, they're excited about when the release happens and, and it's almost like a, a built-in mar- marketing team. I didn't, even, I didn't think of it this way when I came up with the, the club brand, you know, having mm-hmm. uh, members, I just wanted to create like an Amazon prime. The, the original was, was creating almost like an Amazon prime for wet shavers. So when I designed the website originally, I wanted to have like a gentleman's club vibe to it. It's changed a bit. It's become a, Little, a little bit less risque, slightly, a little bit less. Um, but that that was the whole idea. That, so I had the, the the back room, you know, like a, a social club, the back room where all the you know all the interesting things happen. And in the back room, you get access to all these other soaps. And sometimes I'll do le. Sometimes I'll just do a quick drop of something, or um, maybe a, a giveaway or something like that. So it's just a. I think it's something special, but it's twelve ninety five, and you get twenty percent off, and you get exclusives and some other stuff. So I've partnered with um, Alexandria Fragrances and um, making soaps for them, and they're they're great. And I, I don't know how many soaps I have for them now, but we probably have, need to come have, up with more. They, they sell ones, out really quick. Have new ones come out since the initial lo- uh, launch of that partnership? I think there are like four, uh, yeah. four maybe to start with. Is that yeah, right? and I think there's six now. I think we did um, Dark Knight and was it Zion or, or there was something. You, you have to check the site, but I think they're all yeah, sold yeah. out of everything. So we need to, we need I to believe, make more for them. <laughs> I yeah. believe you're correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But I mean, but it's not their main business. Obviously, the, the fragrances are. Right. Are, well, are they're, their, they're, they're dipping their toes. They're dipping their toes into kind of this world of grooming as well, right? But I, I feel like that's such a. That's such a natural like fit for. It's a for, perfect fit. It's a perfect, know? perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. Because um, listen, the wet shaving was the bridge for me to get into to fragrances. I mean, yeah, I me had, too. I, me too. Listen, uh, everybody, right? I, <laughs> so I had I had a few, you know, when I was younger and just throughout, throughout my life, I always had something, right? A few a few fragrances, designer stuff, stuff that you buy at Macy's or whatever. I had. Um, Kouros, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. K O U R O S. Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah, um, yeah. And I had um, Halston Z14. I loved Z for the original. So we're talking back yeah. in the in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a wonderful scent. So Halston Z14. Um, what else did I have? I had a few others, but yeah. And then when I um, a little bit, um, I don't know when Drakkar Noir came out. But as soon as it came out, I bought it because I loved the the packaging. I loved the bottle. And it was black. it was just very cool looking. So whenever whenever it first came out, uh, I started wearing that. So um, yeah, I had a few, but you know, I would just buy a few here and there. It wasn't it wasn't a hobby. Certainly wasn't a right, hobby. Right. It just when I would go out to the club or I wanted to smell good, I had a, a hot date, wear some Drakkar or whatever whatever I had at the time, and and that was it. I loved I loved the original Corot. 
Kuros. I wish I knew how to pronounce that. I don't know what they're. I've, I've heard Kuros, but I, yeah, but I, I know either way. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I love the, the original. The, what you find now in the stores is, is not the same. Right, but right. The original was absolutely gorgeous. So I would say that was probably my signature. It was just so unique. It was a, yeah, a yeah. lot of, fra- you know, a lot of fragrances, especially designer fragrances, uh, especially if you get into aquatics, they all smell a lot, a lot yeah. the same, right? Yes, yeah. And then sure. um, um, the, the Kuros came out. It was just just quite different than anything else out there. And I and so even back then, now that I think about it, yeah. I always kind of like to be a little bit different. I guess I'm the rebel without a clue, you know. Uh, I tell people I'm this like like uh, this uh, Napoleon complex, maybe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm always a bit a little bit of a rebel. So um, so I, I didn't want to smell like every, everyone else. Sure. So, uh, so that was a great that was a great scent back in the day. Yeah, there were some great ones back back in those days. The ones that you mentioned all have been reformulated. Just- based on how long they've been around and unfortunately that means it's not the same it's watered down etc cetera, etc cetera. but i guess like, what are some of your all-time favorites i love reflection man that's that's absolutely gorgeous um i never get tired there, there's it's, there's certain scents that i have that i i never get tired of mm-hmm. and um so reflection man is is one i have um roja da fetish i, I love that boozy note on that what else i, I love some some of the surge lutan stuff um chigwe is a beautiful beautiful scent i don't know if you've ever ever smelled that i mean i no yeah, i've only heard around. and that's the one you said you were, you were wearing today right uh yeah is that, yeah. Is that, a, is that a tobacco forward scent or yeah there's a little bit of tobacco there's a little bit of rose uh, i think there's rose in a little bit of rose uh it's not tobacco forward but okay. um it's just it's very very well blended i think it's got amber in it and um you know what, what else it has in there some hay and some other notes, but it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful. I, I I would say it's a cooler weather scent, but I think it could be used year round. It's just it's a beautiful, beautiful scent. Um, who else? I love a watch. Um, I have a few bottles, but yeah, I mean, I just have I have so many. <laughs> it's just, um, but I would say those hard, are hard, hard to choose from. I, I, yeah, um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, it is it is difficult to choose from. I'm just trying to think. Well, oh. This this is beautiful here. Have you uh, Mancera Black Gold? I've not tried that one. Yeah, Man- Mancera is uh, really nice. Do you have a favorite house, whether designer, niche, or oh, otherwise? Uh, um, niche, no, because um, it changes all, all the time. Um, um, designer, Dior was always my favorite uh, house. Um, there's a lot of niche fragrances out there that are that are, are just wonderful. So. Um, I, I have Creed, 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 I, th- <laughs> I think Creed is a bit overrated. Um, I, I've uh, heard that so, opinion before, so you're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, <laughs> yeah. For, for, you know, what you spend. Um, I love, I love Mancera, as I, I, I showed you. Whenever I go to Beverly Hills Perfumery, there's, um, he, he's got like, uh, I don't know, fit, well, he's got everything that they make. Mm-hmm. And he's got everything from Roja Dove and Amwash. He's got all these. And it's, I'm like a little kid in a in a candy store <laughs> yeah. o- over there. But uh, Mancera is a really, really, they have a great line of uh, products. I don't know if, you, if there's any place near you where you can go and smell all these places. There is one mall in Boston where I, it's a little more high end. So they, they do carry uh, Roja Dove and Amwash at least. But um I don't think they have Mancera. I, I, I have Cedra Boise, 
Uh-huh. And I think I've had a sample of one or two other ones. I, I, all I remember is that they're super strong. <laughs> like oh. if you're if, if you're one like you're you're wondering about longevity for a fragrance, Mansara is gonna gonna hook you up as far as lasting all day. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You won't find much designer fragrances in uh, in my collection now. It's mostly um, uh, niche stuff now. That 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 seems like a natural progression too, as you kind of key in on what you like. But also, like you mentioned, you don't want to smell like everyone else, and I think that that's why kind of you know folks who get into fragrances go to niche. Not that, uh, you know some folks might be into it to like show off what they can buy, but uh-huh. <laughs> on on the creativity aspect, right? You're gonna get more yep. interesting things, things that don't smell like mall fragrance or 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 whatever exactly and the um so niche fragrance house is what i love about what what they do and i think it's similar to what um artisans some artisans do um they're they're more daring and they're not vanilla and they're 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 not trying to do what everyone else is doing and they do it for the love of creating a, a a fragrance that maybe they're in love with first i mean of course they want to make money but um they, I, I think what I can't speak for all of them, but I, I know some perfumers and I, they create for themselves first and they hope what they create, everyone else will love, but it's the, it's the creative part. And they, um, they're always looking to push the envelope and I, I'm, I, I try to do something similar. I'm not, a, I'm certainly not a perfumer. I'm more of I, I tell people I'm uh, more of like a mixologist, like a, a bartender, where I, I mix a lot of uh, different oils to create because I don't have the expertise yet to, I, I, even if I did, I would never call myself a perfumer because I think that's an insult to perfumers, right? So even if I was doing this for five years, I don't even know if that's long enough. And also, how, what do you graduate from perfumer school? How do you, when, when do you become a perfumer? So um, I would never um, call myself that because I'm not that. Um, but even 10 years from now, and if all I did was mix um, essential oils, absolutes and all this other stuff, um, I, I don't think I would be daring enough to to, to call myself a, a perfumer. So I'm more of a, a mixologist. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. Epics is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. Epics is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Have there been any kind of unusual or surprising places uh, that you found inspiration for any of the scents that um, that you've you know you put into your shaving products. I, I don't know if you know. I tra- I travel a lot um, for 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 my my work now for for both both jobs. So I certainly get a, a inspiration. I've been working on something. I was in uh, in Bali um, a few a few months back, 
and um, I wanted to create something for my my trip out there. And um, so yeah, I, um, I I get inspirations from a lot of a lot of different. New York City was a great inspiration for what I did with Pastores, something dark and mysterious and dirty but perfumey. And so uh, I get inspirations uh, all over. But most yeah. of my inspirations are really, frankly. I come up with an idea with the label and that really oh, yeah. the, the label is what drives my, my inspiration more so than, than anything else. You know, this, this business is very interesting. So this has been great for me because it, it really unlocked a, a passion for me and it unlocked this creative side that I just never knew existed before. So I never created anything like labels and, artwork and design and i never did anything like that before certainly never mixed oils to create a fragrance before and i never came up with ideas to create all these different um i've got multiple uh uh, soap bases i've been working on um so but all of that is creating and i never did anything like that before in in my life so this this has been this has been a, a real a incredible journey for me at um, I'm not an old man yet, but at the advanced age of, of, you know, I'm in my mid fifties and uh, I just, I just wished I had done something like this, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, I guess it's, it's better late than, than never, but I, man, I, I love doing what I'm doing, John. I, honestly, I, I just love, I love this. And I, I, I think I, I love the, the, the creative part more more than anything. Well, I think that that really shows, Peter, because like you mentioned, your YouTube channel is still active, and I think you've been using it to kind of give updates, right? Even like things that are about to launch, things you're working on that mm-hmm. might be it might be for later in the year. But I do think your enthusiasm for what you're doing, uh, whether it's the scent part, whether it's uh, working on what might be the next soap formulation, I, I just hope that this success continues because you are excited yeah i I, I love how you said your hobby is first and then from there these other things stem stem out right and then you've i'm all for finding people finding their creative outlets in this case you have multiple creative outlets yeah um i was wondering if you could share from your wet shaming lines do you have like three highlights from 2019 jeez that's a tough question um so there's a, a couple surprises and a couple of things that I really, really, really like. I didn't want to, I told you earlier, I didn't want to do Spartacus. I'm not another freaking Aventus clone, right? Yeah, we, we need more I, of those. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't think, first of all, I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't think there was a need for it because just so many people. And I had, I, I had um, success, with, which was sold, which was uh, uh, Cullen from Katie's Bubbles made that for me. So I, I, I've been there, done that already. I didn't want to just reintroduce it. Under, um, but I was convinced to do it. And boy, was I surprised. We, we've sold, we still sell a ton of that. And, and I'm just, um, God, haven't you guys had enough of Aventus? And, uh, but evidently, evidently not. Um, <laughs> So that's, that's a, I did not want to do that. So, uh, what else? Asian, so Asian plum wouldn't fall in that category because now that's, um, going on uh, two years. Okay. Um, but that's still, but the, the surprise of 2019 is, is how well that's still selling. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's probably all I can, I can think of at the moment. 
it's uh, it, it isn't it's there's never a dull moment john i tell you there's never a dull moment oh no, I'm, that's I'm, for sure no because you, know, you, you have to wear a lot of hats you know there's the business obviously the business side is keeping you busy but then you're the one making the actual soap and, and other other aspects ship shipping i'm sure is fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the biggest nightmare for 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 us because it's, yeah because um it, we're we're very busy uh for just a, a a small bit without employees and you know i do this at night i have a, a real job during the day still and um so it's 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 a real challenge because people people are used to well they're used to amazon right you, yep, you know yep. that, Sometimes you get it the very next day if you have a, if you're a Prime member, Jesus. Um, and Magards is great, and all these other you know, but they have employees, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's what they do. You know, the ship they have a shipping department, and um, it's 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 the real challenge to 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 be able to for any artisan. I can't even. I still can't keep inventory. <laughs> I, I just can't keep up. So it's um, it, it, that's my my biggest challenge is to get soaps out in a reasonable amount of time. And when I introduce something new, now I'm careful because I, I'll say it's a pre-order. So I, I, I kind of have the expectation, I build up those expectations in the beginning. So they, they would know that, if, especially if it's a new release, um, that I don't expect it to ship out tomorrow. Um, so um, that's, that's the, the, the biggest challenge for me is scaling up. Um, I need to to hire people. I'm going to do that this year. Um, I wanted to do that last year, but um, we started building this. This this was a very big project for us, and um, I wouldn't say halfway through the project, but maybe three quarters of the way through the project, the <laughs> the guy that we hired to 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 work on this disappeared, and um, Ooh, oh I no. had to do a, yeah. So I had. I had to finish a lot of the work myself in between my real job and soap making and, you know, but I'm hoping to hire somebody this year and that, well, I, I told you about my idea about uh, getting soaps made uh, uh, quicker. So um, that, that will hopefully help. I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. I'm already, it's, it's already a challenge, you know, getting orders out. And if you order a place an order for uh, 2000 soaps, you know how do you how do you do that? So I think the the, the best way in in this type of business is to take baby steps and grow methodically and with a plan, and don't just jump at at, at the quickest dollar, right? To make a quick buck and hope and pray that uh, that you get 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 it out, right? It's better to maybe turn down business and 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 grow at a pace that you're comfortable with and. Um, and, and have that steady growth, right? Because a lot of times when you grow like this, you come crashing down. We were talking, that's something, that's what we were talking about earlier. My, my growth has been, has been, the company has been growing rapidly, but we've been at a steady, steady growth just over, over the last 90 days. We've been, and it's unexplainable. I don't know what's happened over the last 90 days, but our growth has gone like this and then like this. Um, but I'm happy just sustaining this, right? Right, right. Because um, that's, because it's manageable. And I know what to expect and I know, okay, I can hire somebody part-time and I can do this, I can do that. And I can, you know, we can manage through it, but, um, 
but I'm not ready for that whole thing with distributors and placing orders for thousands of dollars of so we're, we're not geared to that. So uh, it's baby steps. That's the, yeah. the way to, at least from my perspective, is the, it's the only way to do it. Unless somebody from Shark Tank comes in and gives, <laughs> offers me millions of dollars. and uh, <laughs> But I, I seriously doubt that's going to happen. Well, I was going to ask you about kind of like, what are some things you hope to happen in 2020? Just yeah, I have, sure. a, I have a lot a, a lot going on for, for, for 2020. Actually, there's a lot more that, uh, that, that I want to do. Um, so um, I'm going to be introducing um, more soaps. I have so many. I, I have so many in the pipeline. It's just a matter of I, I don't want to be one of those that has a hundred different soaps, right? Or that I introduce a brand new soap every week because after a while people turn out they just turn off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a fine line because I love to create and I have so much in the pipeline. But what do I do? What, what's the do you introduce one soap a month, one every three months? Um, there are some soap makers that would have just limited releases on a quarterly basis, but then even them, they're, they're, cha- you know, c- certain ones are changing up and they're all of a sudden introducing more and more soaps. Um, so I, I kind of like the pace that we're at. I'll introduce a teaser, but maybe I won't release it right away. Cause maybe it's not ready. I, I'm always playing around with stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm nuts because I, I don't have time for this, but I do it anyway at night. I created a vegan soap. I'm not going to spell it. I'm like, there's just no way I'm going to carry all these different, but I, I just, all right. So, um, you know, the, the, um, uh, the slick stick. So yeah. slick stick is really a soap base that, um, that I just made really, really, really slick and added some things that keep it from being an incredible soap to lather. You know, I just want it to be, so it has, um, the the best of um, a soap where it's it's really good uh, post shave and incredibly slick, but it sacrifices the lather, right? Um, mm. Which is fine because I, I I it wasn't meant to be a lathering. I want it to be really slick first and still and still have a nice post shave. Um, but the but the the base that it starts without giving too much away. The base. So yep, this yep. is the first vegan. Um, the first vegan formula, if you will, that I've I, I've worked with and I've created. Oh, so the stick is vegan? Yes. Oh, the, I did the, not know that. Um, uh, face spackle. This is um, uh, has uh, um, uh, lard in it. I don't. Think, there's no towel. It's just lard in this. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and of course, you know, my 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 soap base is the, the same as as it was, just tweaked a bit. Right. But the the, the ratios, is, right? Yeah, but this is this is vegan. Oh, and, okay. Um, so. <laughs> But I, I took the, the original, what uh, the soap formulation of it before I, I added other things to make it extra slick and, and um, stuff. So um, it's actually quite good um, a, a, as a vegan soap. Yep. So um, I'm going to play around with it more. I, I don't foresee that I will ever introduce. I mean, I'm very happy with my soap base. I'm working on the, as you know, with Kaizen. So um That'll be in in twenty. Oh, that's another thing you talked about twenty twenty. Yeah, it's going to be so base at some point. Um, but I'm in no hurry for that. I, I just I release that when I when I feel like it, and when it's ready, it's not ready yet. So uh, so anyway, to 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 get to your question, I have I'm going to be introducing more soaps. I have to figure out which ones to get rid of. 
So when I introduce the soap, I, I may just introduce the soap or maybe replace uh, that with something else that maybe I, I'll, I'll take off um, that I've had for a while. And may, either it's not selling or I'm bored with it or, or, or whatever. Uh, but most, most are, are, are selling. Some are obviously selling better than others, but that's typical with any any business. Uh, I want to get more into um, fragrances. Um, I'm going to have a, a couple um, guest perfumers create for me, and I'm going to uh, also uh, look to create some things myself. So I, I created some summer fig, right? And that's a mixed bunch. Oh, is that uh, is that something off the shelf? And um, I love that scent, but I, I but. For, I don't know if I would want to wear that as a fragrance, mm. but I, I did um, mix it up a bit and I have a beautiful violet note and I call it, uh, I ha- I've never released, I actually released, I released a, a fragrance as a teaser a year, year ago, year and a half ago at a New York City meetup. Oh, I, I had this expo. I had, cre- yeah. I had created um, a fig violetta and it was, it's a beautiful, beautiful, I had forgotten about it. And I just re- remembered uh, um, th- this week that this is something that I think I'm going to release in, in springtime. It's a beautiful, beautiful, and it made a beautiful fragrance. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably introduce that. But um, I'm going to introduce some stuff. I'm going to take some stuff away. I want to get more into fragrances. So that Fig Violetta I'm going to introduce as a soap. Um, but also, because um, it's more of a beautiful um, spring, summer. Summer Fig is really more of a... a it's good year round, but it's, I think it's actually better as a, um, um, cooler weather because oh. it's a, it's a darker, you know, mm. earthy and darker, um, uh, 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 fig violetta is more, more spring and summer, more gotcha. floral, but, um, yeah, so I want to get more into the fragrances and more into, uh, skincare. So I already work with a lab and, um, I don't know if you've ever used our, our face serum. Not the, the the not the shave serum, but the post shave. The post shave. No, no, not yet. Yeah, it's 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 actually really really done done well, um, and it's not it's not done by me. That's actually done by a, a, a real lab. So that's why it's a, you know I'll stick to soaps, <laughs> soaps and aftershaves and uh, 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 fragrances. But um, uh, so that lab, um, I'm going to have them make some other uh, other products for me um for, for this, uh, like a skincare line because i want to expand the the ariana and evans brand i don't want it will always be wet shaving will always be my first love but i want to expand that that brand in particular mm-hmm. um more offering more stuff for women and obviously more with fragrances and skincare so it's almost going to be like a, a lifestyle health and beauty i don't know what, what we would call it but um the, the, the brand is going to become more than just just wet shaving gotcha that's for sure and for and for retail so that's in 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 uh in 2020 i want to thank my guest peter for taking the time out to talk with me it was a pleasure getting to know him a little better and amazing to see where his interest in wet shaving has brought him i also want to thank you for your time in watching this interview if you want to help the channel please be sure to like share and subscribe if you haven't done so already thanks and hope to catch you next time